0: this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. All right. Peace. This is the Good Brothers. I'm Justice Raji.
1: I'm my Majestic.
0: And uh, we are going to pick up uh where we left off uh on Murris so uh the first place we lived together right was um well i mean it's it's almost 20 years it'll be fine so we're going to say this chesterfield let I me mean, here's my question to you do you recall like what do you remember about the process of the of 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 moving to that house
1: um, I remember us making the decision that we wasn't gonna live on campus no more, um, coming together with the people who said they could also figure out how not to live on campus, and then meeting the landlord. Um he, he was kind of like a my cousin Vinny kind of guy, as I as I recall. Um and the number making sense, him showing it to us and you know, I think the first thing I really thought about that was like this idea of freedom. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Uh, I think my living conditions on campus were a little different than yours. Remember, I had to live like in that uh, uh, what do you oh. call? it? I had to live in the June when uh, you know when people could go in and watch TV. What do they call? Yeah, it? Uh, you
0: was in there for like half the year almost. Yeah, I
1: mean, I was in there with three other motherfuckers, and it was like <laughs> living in a, a, a war hospital. <laughs> Um, living like in a prison that was overcrowded. And then I got out of there and moved in with the guy who uh smoked weed every day, listened to Grateful Dead and and you know, he did other drugs too. I'd be mean, sometimes yeah, I'd go true. in and be worried about if was dead or not, you know what I'm saying? So so my like <laughs> being a day late in a dollar short. My my like college living experience was way different than I think mm-hmm. yours. So I couldn't wait to get off campus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like you want like I live with one of y'all and y'all. It was like I man, I got to get off campus. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So, um, a couple things. I remember. I think the rent was three fifty,
1: wasn't mm-hmm. it? That's crazy. Yes, sir. Right, because it was something like we all had to put up like ninety dollars, like a hundred dollars a month, like yeah. <laughs>
0: 'Cause I sent the uh bread, I remember I think I said a postal money order for cause they moved in while I was still, you know, back home for the summer. And I thought, yeah, I set mine up now, you know what I'm saying? So when I get there in the you know, in August the end of August, you know what I'm saying, I'm ready to go. And but it's crazy that you know, you could get a whole, you know, four bedrooms, whether Man. that was deeper or not, for three fifty. <laughs>
1: That's it's because I think right now, if you were to that same house right now probably would be 1200 get out of here yeah i mean because it's right on campus so you figure a nurse could live there you could live on college campus could live there and you figure um as Pitt has gotten bigger and there's colleges all across the country as they get bigger folks don't want to live in the dorms they don't have enough dorms for everybody right the, the amount of dorms that you have for the, for the growth of the colleges, you can never build enough dorms for everybody. So therefore more people are further and further off campus than ever. So that's another thing that's actually inflating the cost of cities is college, like folks that go to college that can pay. Like I remember, um, yeah, it, I, I'll just quickly uh, when Azania Zania, when she moved off campus, her rent was, um, $600 a piece. a month. And it was like six other people in there. So somebody was there clearing almost $4,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sure they didn't pay more than 2,000 for the mortgage, but you know what I'm saying? So so I think that that's also just part of that, that does that, but yeah, that, that area now um, as UPMC has gotten bigger. Cause also when we moved there, remember, you know, UPMC was like three hospitals. Now it's the largest private employer in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Right? Man. So, you know what I mean? Like, Carlo's gotten bigger. So, yeah, a lot of stuff. And the hill has moved up the street, right? Because when we was living on there, the hill right. was That was the down. beginning. Yeah, that was the beginning <laughs> of the <laughs> hill. Right. <laughs> the hill was teeping down the street. Now, the hill does not start there because of tearing down the projects and all that kind of stuff. So okay. you have seen some just big shifts from that time, but yeah, at least twelve hundred, I would say. Damn. So,
0: um, second question for you: of the things, I mean, a lot of things went on. You know, <laughs> brothers, brothers was trying to learn how to live on their own Whew. and make their own decisions. What is mm-hmm. a a standout <laughs> issue, or what what is it something that that you remember? Like, f- learning about living with people, I guess, let's say in the first, you know, two to three months that you were like, oh, all right. So hmm. that that took you to a quandary or took you to a place of having to, um, to make a difference. It's decision.
1: a way different world when you live on campus and got a food, uh, you got a food, uh, what do you call it? Um, food when plan. Got, yeah when you got a food plan versus when you ain't got no food plan and everything feel good when you ain't got no food plan until you're hungry and <laughs> then you realize that like most people are just a year removed from being at home so in their minds even though the food's not theirs they can go inside the refrigerator and eat it yeah like <laughs> right, they're just a year removed from eating whatever they want to in their house so then yeah. you ain't got no food plan and then you know what I mean, and it, the other thing you realize is how how uh, good starches are to you, if not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Star, starches became starches became really good to you. Remember the biscuits that uh, that yes. uh, Infinite used to steal. Yes, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like I remember, like to this day, you know that Giant Eagle is way gone now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember to this day, the first time he came back with them biscuits, they were so fluffy and so good, man. <laughs> I'm so thankful he came yeah. back
0: with the biscuits and jelly.
1: He came back with the biscuits and jelly. We put some syrup on the top of them joints, man. Yeah. And so then that, that list of things, now you just tell him to go steal biscuits all the time, which right. <laughs> we should have known. We should have we seen something. Big coming. Back. It was a problem. Yeah, that, was a, that was, a was a good pattern. That's a leading good pattern. Indicator. We call that, no, it was a leading indicator. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I remember them starches, man.
0: Whew. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, I was, you know, packing plates and stuff. And I actually, I think, I'm trying to think, I think, I do remember if it was with my son. I was like, yeah, you know, what happened was we had got... You know, so I, I I had some plates from the crib. I think my um, aunt had bought me some plates or something like, uh, you know I mean? Like when I graduated high school, I was like, well, you, I heard you moving and getting your own place after this summer. So, you know, I got you these, you know, little, And you know, I remember I put my little plates out. I was feeling all, I was like, yeah, be out here, be fresh with my little green plates. And then we had like 70, I don't know, felt like, like a Tom and Jerry cartoon stack of them plates from the, from the cafeteria.
1: That's yes, right.
0: <laughs> Cause everybody was like, grab a three, grab three, we grab seven. Now I, I think for the listeners to understand, you know, something though, early on in this dynamic, and this was my, my first, like y'all brothers is out here. Y'all, y'all tripping. When I first came back and it was seven of them, seven people in the crib.
2: <laughs> I was just like,
0: what the hell? are all these other people. I mean, you know, do what you got to do to keep the lights on in this bitch. But, um, I'm a I'm a I'm a filed ranking member uh, on the on the lease I'm, or at least I thought it was at least I put it on the deposit uh, I, I get a room so also clear the way. <laughs>
1: like, let, Listen, let man, that summer. You, man. Let me tell you something, man. That <laughs> summer was, and we both wasn't there. I just was a little back and forth there, a little more. But yeah, that's man. the most wildest all outdoors, man. Because again, that was the whole whoever is your. Uh, Whoever's your friend, they need somewhere to stay, right? Yeah. Like, uh, what was the dude named Vern? Vern. Like how Vern got there? Like, how, like Vern was Masai's cousin, who lived next hey. door or what whatever.
0: Eventually would, but he didn't at the time. <laughs> right.
1: But like Vern lived there, you know what I mean? So it was just like all these people who they was hanging with that summer. T- that summer. Um, which was also that kind of uh, formative time in Pittsburgh, like kind of hip hop culture and stuff. So yeah, next yeah, thing yeah. you know, Vern, Vern was there. Next thing you know, I mean, that's how Born, you know, that was a, a, a fortunate thing that happened when, when Born came in, uh, yeah. Yeah. we used to put the evergreen, uh, remember the battles him, him and Azim used to go through where, uh, cause he thought Azim was a wizard uh, he got me with a shaman and shit because Azim was dealing with the uh, Kabbalah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Born was like a hardcore Christian, so he would put up like the whole thing about the evergreen trees and not dealing with spirits and shit. Man. <laughs> oh man, Yo. I forgot about all that Motherfuckers was wild, man. Like <laughs> that's the
0: material, man. Yo. I don't think people have any
1: idea what Yo, it's like. Boy, it's yeah. I mean, but like you said. To, to to a broader point, besides just that hilarity, there's this thing about, again, to this idea, of what is the essence of who you are extended into space, right? Yeah, That's yeah. like the shit you were saying, so I, I feel good that I said that. Um, That's I, I like that. Um, that sound, it sounded, I was to like, shut my face and just shit. But like, it's like, about, okay, who are you? And not just who are you, but based on who you dress and what did you say, but like, where do you put things? Right? Like how do you sleep? How do you interact with other people? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and those things are just you're always being becoming because like you don't know who you are in that context the first year that you've left home because you only know it by the parameters that the university has set for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you I mean for everyone you know depending on whatever your your, your orientation to living at you know where you grew up right and you and then you you know you still at your mama's house or your grandma's house or your dad's house or whoever house Then they got certain rules or no rules at all whatever whatever those rules are right so then all of it, there's a confluence of 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 all these young you know you got all these young men the sharing space so from how you dry your towel to where you put your toothbrush to, uh, if you drink a glass of water or juice, you know what I'm saying. If you even the juice drinker, like do you, do you do you immediately rinse that juice? Do you wash the glass? Do you save the glass for later? Do you keep a glass? Get a new glass every time you drink something? You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know the 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 seminal thing I remember is that we had so many plates and glasses that nobody felt obligated to wash a motherfucking dish just grab a new one and one day I, I, was like, oh shit, I got mad and shit one day i came back to grab. i was like just these trifling motherfuckers is just i was like first thing i'm gonna do put my nice green plates back in my room and <laughs> i my green mug my green plates i'm gonna save these for later or if i have lady company or something you know what i'm saying and then <laughs> and, and then it was like it was you know it was like yes yeah, i'm gonna change this this shit can't go on man like what was he, eating all the food, eating, I was like, I can I think I came back, one of them in, uh the, the aforementioned, and if the brother Vern, if you, if you out there somewhere, I hope you're doing well, and if you hear this message, hey man, that's you, we don't know your last name, so, you know, don't worry about it, um, <laughs> but the brother Vern ate my spaghetti, and lied to me, because I said, I asked like, yo, who ate the last spaghetti, he's like, I don't know.
1: I was like, okay. Yeah, Vern would just, okay. just straight tell you some shit. It just wouldn't be true. Yeah, He's like was, brother
0: man from the fifth floor, but he ain't know. never come through with no CDs or tapes or nothing. You know what he yeah. just took your
1: food. Yeah, he was super brother man. from the. He was, was just, super brother man from the fifth floor.
0: So, um, you know, I think something from the dynamics, though, because the other thing, though, was everybody, like to a man, was trying to, you know, basically make your way on your own. Right, which I think is an admirable, uh, you know, quality for for young people, and it's something I think that's challenging. So you you know you're gonna bump your head along the way. Um, the uh, from from a from a because the 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 thing that that I guess we should highlight is that the situation does get better and more organized as we progress. You know what I mean from a high level of chaos to, you know, to to the descending, you know, levels of, like, some level of organization. Um, do you recall, or did, was when you, you know, kind of let your folks, away, whoever know, like, yeah, man, we're going to get our own spot. Like, was there any pushback? Was anybody sort of, like, apprehensive about y'all, about you jumping out on your own? Like, what do you remember um, about the conversation it, with you? know you? that
1: that's an interesting one now that I think about it. Like, I think... So I'm going to say this, and I'm glad I did it, and I'm glad I went to the school I went to to have the experience I've had in life. But I wasn't ready to go to college. And what I mean by that is, and and, and me and you have talked about this, and I think this is an important thing to the sense of home and the sense of space, like when you're being directed to do something and it's not aligned with not just how you feel about it, but even what you're proficient in, you then you're like you're disconnected you're confused so it's like you know i knew i was always gonna try to come on campus and be dapped from school days i get that you know what i'm saying like yeah okay yes i'm gonna come on campus and, and try to be dapped and you know let the the administration know to wean down with sun city wean down with apartheid right I, okay yes um but i remember freshman year man just taking classes and being like just taking class with the fuck of it right yeah. so I say that to say it was like you was just in college and so when yeah. I went home and explained like okay well, what you gonna do and so I'm hiding shit and I'm, I'm taking extra classes cause I'm messing up in school but you know my mom and pop was both like well shit you fuck up you pay for it right um yeah. so when I was like yo I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna do this I'm going back to school to do this cool right and it was just like okay like my pop was like, I mean, you know what it is, but this is what this is what your hand called for, this is what your hand called for. And so they dealt with it in a very mature way, but I've realized in retrospect, I was not ready to be that mature because I was not ready to have that degree of function of like being a heat-seeking missile. Whereas like a lot of people when they came to school, and you remember this, like there's a lot of people who got it, got out of school fast. Yeah, yeah, they 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 bang right through that. Like, they right, they they bang yeah. right through that. Right, so while we fall around <laughs> trying to figure out cutting yeah. this class, doing this, falling in love, teaching mathematics, like doing all this shit, like other motherfuckers going to class, Jack. Yeah, and like, and so, I, and so I think um, that had a big thing on, in some ways, that first year, that first two years, frankly, were years of like growth that I yeah. needed in order to direct the rest of my life. So it was really like, but my, I think my both my parents treated me much more maturely in that probably than I was, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, they gave me yeah, a lot yeah. more leeway because we moved off after the first year, right?
0: Yeah, we, we only stayed, we was we was a freshman year. We stayed on, you know, campus housing, whatever. Tower, and you next stay, year, I, did we both stay in Tower C? We,
1: we... No. Tower, tower B. B, yeah, both yeah. Tower B, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. um, but you like you like you, said, you was in the in the, uh, in the uh, <laughs> infirmary. Yeah. I was in, infermary <laughs> infermary in the infirmary Situation for a minute, and then then you got a room later. I remember because he was like lower down and shit. You probably got you a room. They got a spot for you, you know. Probably you know somebody else had to fall off. God. So like, like, and, yeah.
1: and you know what's funny, man? I try. I think about. I tried to do this to both of my children, like. Just because like stuff would just be late or money wasn't right or certain descending third, So it just would be like I just remember having to stand there with them people because my housing stuff came in late. <laughs> and like all of y'all would like go back to your rooms and be cool. And I would have to go back to this goddamn um the hospital, like and just lay with these three other people in this room and act like I didn't have to sleep with these three other people in the lounge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember because it was—it was, it was actually—it was a big transition because when we came, when we came from the summer program. We all had the, the single joints and right. it was like, "Yo, you get your room time." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm in tower." Why, why, why. And I remember going in and like, "Yo, what's all this shit in the lounge, man? Where we gonna go kick it at?" And it was like, "Oh, this motherfuckers in—they they got living there." i was like, "All right, <laughs> man, I guess that's." alright man. That's that's hard times. Let me let me let them live and not make make it hard on whoever got to live in those, <laughs> the damn room.
1: And then, and then you realize hard times was me. I, yeah, I'm hard times. <laughs> I'm that's hard. Like, now nah, people say I'm hard times. Hard times is me. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> absolutely. Um, I mean, I think for me, the the one thing I remember was my mom's. I mean, you know, largely, at, you know, whether good or bad, my mother tends to trust my judgment and just kind of. For a long time, kind of let me do whatever the hell I'm doing. Like, she might go, what? What you going to do, baby? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I can I make, make it sound real good. Like, I got the whole plan laid out. Like, so I'm going to do this. Zim, Zim going to find it. Zim found the crib. So we got the crib lined up. I'm going to get this job here. I'm going to save this money. Then on this day, we're going to get U-Haul. We're going to take my bed and all my stuff. We're going to move to my new place. That's where I'm going to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. And then I get there. The thing I remember was realizing. um, About the middle of March, because I was—I mean, September. Remember, I was looking for a job, and we hadn't got them jobs at the uh, at uh, Family Health Council.
2: Family Health Council.
0: But I was—I had—I had had something lined up. I was work at the at the uh, the Union, and I was like, and I and I and I got a little bump, and then I I I I, I trusted in uh, my—I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get this job at the Family Health Council. So I ain't going to that other job. Let's just go ahead and keep kicking it. You know what I mean? Because we were doing something that day, and I didn't want to leave. And then I was like. which was not a very mature thing to do. It was a wildly immature thing for me to not go to a job that I was definitely about to get because I wanted to kick it. That
1: was just a a whole lot of (laughs) wildly immature stuff that we would do at all times. There was no shortage of wildly immature shit. You
0: know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I think a fast forward, because I want uh, us to keep moving um, through some of these dynamics is that you know, by the time we get to the end of that year, so, I mean, I guess, I mean, I think it's, a, it's an appropriate time to talk about the uh, the reorganization of, I mean, I, I guess, as you could say, when the laws of mathematics had to be enforced to keep the house in order. Yeah, good. Because yeah. so, we, cause we got to December, you know, after I, 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 started, I started, I mean, it was me and you, well, you gave it to me, and then I don't remember, I think, I mean, I think the our other brothers found found themselves, I think, officially, like, in the months after. But we basically, basically, we said all this, everybody coming through and people staying and all that shit got stopped. If we put, we literally put rules on the front door of our own house. We did? Yeah. About how many, I mean, it was on, maybe it was on the inside, about who could, how many guests could be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that because I typed the motherfuckers up. I might have printed them at the computer lab. Like you can't just be popping up in here with people if somebody if somebody coming through with you to, to engage in um in substance use, they need to share. They can't be coming up in here and then they you need to check in with somebody first. You just can't have 10, you know, ten, twelve people with a whole bunch of people in here, then they just get to do whatever they do and then they leave. You because, know, remember we had some um individuals just hanging out on our porch, like in, in vibing in their substance. And it was like, Hey bro, I mean it was weed just for the for right. <laughs> Anybody talking about weed, you know what I'm saying? But the brother, I pulled up, I was like, You somebody here? And it's like, nah, I just needed somewhere to smoke. So I, I came to sit on your stoop.
3: Like <laughs> yeah. that about what kind yeah. of shit? Where did no. they do
1: that? Yeah. <laughs> Where did no. they do
0: that? Like, yo, yeah. they my stoop, man.
1: Yeah, it was definitely That <laughs> was definitely some type time. That was definitely so, type time of a. We, we, you know,
0: and we and we and, and you know then we got in you know, we got in the mix though you know what I'm saying like, you know but you know but changing their names and, and uh you know it got real serious you know I started rapping yeah I wanted to be I wanted to be in the rapping y'all you know, was rapping I was like, I want to rap too I, think I can rap
1: man that damn rapping man
3: <laughs> I <can do>
1: it. <laughs> oh, man and do people just come over you just start freestyling remember uh. Remember when dudes stole uh college underwear? Remember <laughs> no, I mean, that was that was part of the regulation as we got closer yeah. to the end. Yeah, yeah, when homie stole, homie stole, stole the dryer. Yeah, like so, yeah, yo, you can't do
0: that, man. You can't. You can, yeah. I I know you ain't have none, but you can't take nobody
1: else. <laughs> yeah, homies started uh, wearing underwear. Like damn, like you know what I mean. Um, but you know, it also underscored. I think for us, which is part of this process, like. We were all from working class families, right? So yeah. different people might have had, you know, like, some people might have had a car. Some people might have had somebody put $50 in their, you know, ATM. Yeah, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like a, nobody had, like, no one was being paid for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then That's you're engaging people from this, from the city who are in drastically different situations. So you put all that together. So you just get this like intermixing of like lack of resources and immaturity.
0: Yeah. Whew. So, so I, I mean, I'll fast forward to, yeah. I mean, that chapter ended, we, we did actually get to the end of the lease. Um, in, in a sense, uh, there was, you know, some, um, financial disturbances. um, <laughs> We um it, it turned out I never signed a lease. So, you know, which was very interesting and the in the judge was like, yeah, he owe you nothing. <laughs> Cause he, he, he ain't never having signed. Like everybody was having a learning moment, including the landlord, about how you actually manage a rental property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that what has been going on here is is not the, the, the business. Do you recall how we decided on or do you remember what was your thinking when it was like, all right, we gotta get new, we gotta move somewhere new you know, next year or or what have you. Do you remember what was your like motivating factor? Like how did, how did we
1: get? So that that was the, so that go that rolls into the summer of 96, right? This This rolls into the summer of 96. So I think, and if I, the summer of 96, the apartment that we went to was 260. That was, I mean, that was on McKee. So Right. So I think so I think the logic by that to your point, again, given trans trans um, kind of transformations. And, and then you also get to see at different places, OK, well, who connects and who can trust who and who's who are in different places. So I think going into that summer of 96 um, through through us dealing with mathematics together um, and, and then just like friendship and bond and brotherhood. It was like, OK, we're going to go do this. Yeah. so we're going to go over here. you got know how much money can you get? how much money can I get? We're gonna go make this move. And then y'all can go over there. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it was definitely one of those, like, we are going to deal with a degree of self-preservation here. <laughs> um, through the means of, okay, both of us can be trusted upon to at least do our best to deliver the resources that we have to deliver. Have to bring to the table, right? So that's how we we end up getting to McKee.
0: Yeah. Now I think so. I know three things I remember. Process well, I mean, I remember that definitely being one that was like, I, but just it, I trust you most. <laughs> to, to, to 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 for me to be able to get somewhere to live, so I I want to live with you if <laughs> we try to reboot this thing. Um, but we were both going back to the crib and, and I, you know, for, for the, for, the, for the, for the listeners, you should know, this was also the point where I almost flunked out of college, um, you know, and basically I had to make the, like, am I ever going back to Pittsburgh decision? Um, because the other side of, uh, it was basically about the second half of that year. I didn't, you know, I didn't go to school, and which one part of that was because I wasn't actually on top of my paperwork and I had probably missed something I was supposed to do. And. My money then wasn't going to show up, and then I had to make a, a business decision. Either I enroll in classes and assume a gigantic amount of debt, or I don't enroll in classes and figure out what I'm going to do with myself. And I decided I couldn't call my mom and go, hey, mom, guess what? <laughs> we might owe $20,000 if I do this. Um, I decided I'm going to step away. I need to take a break and figure this out. Um so we get
2: uh 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 to 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 I think
0: did we how did we get that apart? I don't remember. I feel like we came. Yeah, we had to come back and find that joint.
1: Right? Yeah, we had. So as I remember, yeah, we had to come back, but we did because I was coming back more. I was going back more often. Yeah. Uh, because of co- going to see uh Asia, so I was coming back more often. And then cause I remember going down to the sit to the place where you put turn the money in.
3: Yeah.
1: To turn to, to to turn the money in. So yeah, so I was going back more often and then you was just like, all right, well bet, since you know, you going back more often, check on this or check this out and to make sure that we can lock it in. And then we was able to lock it in. And then I think from us finding that, okay, then, I think helped when I knowledge, help knowledge and them grab the other Yeah, ones. find the other room. Yeah. That's
0: right. All right. So um uh we're not gonna turn this episode into uh just this mostly true love
1: stories moment. Uh they, meaning. I'm they not were gonna ask you true.
0: But, but all I'm jokes. gonna
1: say all I'm gonna say is and and to this day I've never seen nobody be so smooth with pretzels and ginger ale. <laughs> How, 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 a, how a man could turn pretzels and ginger ale into a full night. Like, I remember coming to the crib and you got pretzels and ginger ale and a television, and that was a real moment in date. And I said, well, let me go in my room, get my stuff, and go back outside. Because outside was open. So Yeah, it uh, definitely was. Outside was open at that point. So I, I distinctly recall being like, hmm, Hey, hey, man,
0: man the first person you got you to gotta have confidence in is yourself. You know what I'm saying? Everything else will figure itself out. But if you don't got confidence in yourself, you'd be making all kinds of foolish decisions.
1: Hey, man. General, you know, and ginger ale. pressing ginger ale for the chip. It um, all comes through. But, you uh, know, also, I think um, one thing I remember about that crib in particular was, one, I think, to your point, it reflected more of us trying to have a sense of place. In a sense mm-hmm. of peace, right? We had enough. Everybody had their own room, so you had that by the nature of it. Um, we, you know, I remember I ate a whole bunch of ramen noodles. Um, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that year, yep. that was also the year you uh you you like she taught me how to make a like baked fish, oh, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. which was one of my favorite meals for years after that. <laughs> baked whiting. <laughs> with country crock on top and salt, pepper, salt, pepper, Straight up. Uh, salt, pepper, and, it, uh, all season,
0: all like season, uh, mustache, mustache, you,
1: you, you put the jaw in the foil and Straight you, up. You know what I'm saying? put the jaw in the foil, put it in the uh, oven, you bring it out. You got, you got your little bit of the, uh, the, the, the herbs, you get the, the herbs and the sauce gets you gone. Get you get the understand? herbs and the sauce and then you get you some beans or get you some rice on the side. And that was a real plate. Like that was a real man. I was like, we live good, good, man. We lived live good. good. We, we lived live good, good eating white. We live good eating big whiteing yeah, <laughs> and beans it for means. an entire year. So no, that <laughs> that year, um, because I wasn't in school at all that year. Yeah, I was you know, going. No, uh, I was in school one of the semesters. So I was no. I was in school the first semester, but then I no. No, I don't think what's going no, cause, well, Yeah, because with Zonnie, right, because that was 96. Yeah,
0: because was coming.
1: Zonnie was coming, so I worked at um, We worked at
0: the Family Joint,
1: Family Health Council. No, we we had shifted. I think I had shifted by that time. You, I think you still worked at Family Health Council. I worked at um. Oh, does that, did uh, y'all start Hill working House. at the Hill House then? Y'all did. Yeah, right. we started we start working at the Hill House okay. around that time, in 96. So Yeah, but you still, I think you still were at Family Health Council.
0: Yeah, because I stayed I I worked there that whole year and then I got a second job at the uh, I went to school at at CCAC so I can get back in the pit because after the the, the, uh, the, uh, military recruiter called my house I don't know how he knew I was out of college and and basically told me I wasn't going to be shit. I got so fucking mad, I said, you motherfucker you going to call me it, like, yeah, you're never going to go back. Like, like, he literally told me, like, yeah, man, usually once you leave, you never go back. And I was like, I'll be damned if you're going to be the definer of my reality. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, I guess sometimes you need that in life. Um, and I went back and talked to the dean, and the dean said, you got to do this, do this. I said, word. And then and that's also where I messed up, and I told the people at CCAC, because I didn't change my ID, so I still had a New Jersey ID. And they're like, oh, you don't live with, you not a resident? I was like, no, 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 I got an apartment. Then it was, it was too late, I had to pay the higher rate, but that's all right, because I got yeah, him on the other I, side. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, was all, I was
1: salty. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I remember that. I remember that too, because I hadn't changed, so I had to pay, I got in the CCAC, had to pay the higher rate for, because uh, in Philadelphia. But I remember, that's uh, why I was uh, like, okay. I was like, all right, well, I ain't gonna be here long. I took like a couple classes and probably only went three or four times. Um, man, I'm
0: salty like Willie Galt, man. I was like, man, this ain't even cool. They're gonna make me pay all this extra money. I, I'm just taking two classes, man. Come
1: on. Yeah, so kind that of. yeah, so that year you went over and did that and got a second job, and I worked at the uh, Hill House um, with Knowledge doing uh, the mentoring. Um, yeah,
0: so um, I, I would say prominent features, uh, or that I would translate transfer to other people as, as learning or, or 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 exposure in how to live. All I brought to that crib was two duffel bags and a boombox. Hmm. I had I had no you know I had no nice I had one pot which I oh, we're living like pot.
1: aesthetics yeah but see by then we had become skilled in how not to have nothing
0: yeah
1: right so yeah the first see the first couple of years it's funny because I still mess with knowledge about this because he has everything so <laughs> he still has stuff from that time Um. but like yeah by that time it was almost like where's your clothes you got a plant you got some art <laughs> Like you got some shit you might pick up, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like so, they, and just so they also made it easy so that you could stay with people.
0: Yeah. Right. And stuff. Uh, not 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 impede too much. You're like oh, let me right, right here. You can't,
1: really have, you can't really have nothing if you try not to impede. Right. So I guess before you go into that other Neville crib, because that's a story. But um. <laughs> but like yeah, so like I think um. Yeah, we didn't really come with nothing. I mean, for the learning thing for me from that crib was one, again, you learn how to, that's when you start to learn deeper how to engage with somebody, right? And and I think it kind of goes back to the lessons of yourself and of your family. Because I think that year, one, because also the, the incoming kind of responsibility of, yeah. um, of fatherhood, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. just kind of like... Get yourself together, right yeah. um, and so I found myself keeping my space a lot cleaner um you you always kind of set precedents for how he's gonna keep the shared space mm-hmm. um so the shared space was kept generally good, you know what I mean again, we didn't have shit, but this, Man, it was it was it was kept well, um they tins, but they clean though right they ain't 20, <laughs> they clean <but>
3: they
1: <laughs> shine um they shining so. Uh, that that was the learning from that and then the, really eating, honestly, really eating and then the transition to uh, fatherhood. And then also, I, I would say that was also part of the first year of the transition to us, like really sharing, sharing our way of life with other people mm. and kind of like engaging other people and like being 19 or 20 year olds that have their own apartment which then confers a degree of legitimacy right right, right. on to you whether it's deserved or not you have a degree <laughs> of legitimacy by the very nature of you're 19 and you don't live at your parents house and you live in another city and you're able to function right right because it definitely becomes a
0: I mean, even even within the aspect of of the of college campus, where other college campus people are like, oh well, y'all. I mean, some of us live off campus in an apartment, but it's like, nah, we got like a, a lease lease. Like, we we live here forever, bit more or less. Yeah, you know I mean, we got twelve month lease. <laughs> like, right. This is our this our spot. You know, you mean like where y'all stay? Y'all y'all on campus? Nah, man, we you know we down on you know, we down on the key. Oh. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Not that it was any luxurious uh, accommodations or anything you know I mean we had some incidents we had um we had a, we had a roof issue um <laughs> we had uh we got you to get them letters that they were about to cut the gas off, but it wasn't your fault. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah. You know, when they, when oh yeah! When anybody cut the gas on me, they basically like tell your landlord to pay the gas. Right,
0: your landlord <laughs> they give us like money, so uh, you know, they gonna we cut, cut your cut shit off. Shit.
1: You right, know, right, and, and then we would give it to them, and then they would pay it like the day before they was gonna cut it off. Yeah. Ah
0: yeah. Uh, man, America, cold peaks out here. <laughs> um, you know, and that's that's a, you know that 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 it, it's definitely though. I think about. Um, And it's something I talked to Freedom about, talked to my son about, about where, you know, there was something, too, though, even though I would say definitely, and I, and I even look at myself now in hindsight, like, if I replayed it again, I, yes, I would go to Pitt for the sub program and all that, but I probably would replay the freshman year part way different because I, hmm. I already had, I had questions about what am I really doing here? And I just pushed through them. It was like, well, I'm in school. I'm gonna take classes. I should. I'm gonna stay in these classes. And then it was like, I'm really. My heart ain't really in this. You know what I'm saying? Not the not. It's not not in the learning. It's not in what's happening with all of this and how I'm picking the classes and why am I doing this? And he's like, like, Yo, why am I staying up to a million o'clock in the night? You know what I mean? If I really think this is serious, right? Like if I'm really locked into this, because after. Right. After that year um so I went that John and then i got um you know got readmitted and started taking classes and i had you know and i i always uh think about in my own story sort of like being a companion with you as you were preparing to be a father like I want to be a good you know brother and a good uncle you know what i mean to to my my pending so I like, let me, let me be organized. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to go do class and keep crib in order and make sure the guy's are all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like I had to like be a good, good homie for you. You know I mean a good brother for you? So you could do the stuff that you was about to do. Cause like, you know, you about to do like a real serious deal there being a, being, you know, somebody pop. You know what I'm saying? That's like No,
1: and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's what I really, that's what I really remember about that year that year was a really big transition year. One, I would say in teaching mathematics, but then two, living mathematics, teaching mathematics, but then also just like the maturity of being a young man um, and having to kind of engage and face the world as it was existing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like now I look back at it because it was like, you know, uh, you know, Asia's parents was kind of like, Okay, like we respect you. We respect how you come in, I guess, to be a mature at that point 20 year old. You know what I mean? Ooh, like 19, 20 year old, but all right, well y'all got it now then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all right, then bet. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so even though she hadn't like moved out and that or yet, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, all right, bet, y'all got it then then. Y'all, y'all figuring it out. So yeah, that that year um, was much more of a mature year, kind of coming into that awareness of like figuring out kind of who you are going to be when you grow up, for real.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I guess the the other aspect I w- I've meaning to add with that was thinking about basically the the city was affordable enough that if you you know you, it was still tight, but you could live. You know, with a roommate on what was basically a minimum wage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could put it together. You know, you had to find the right crib, you know, definitely. And it was options if you wanted to live more in the neighborhood, so to speak, where you could live cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Because for, for, for at least that spot, that spot was 350 also. You know,
1: mm-hmm. one 175 That's right. Because it was 175 That's right. Yeah, right, I mean, so, right. You figure so if you got a check, I mean, you make a really good point because you could get a check for like 350 or like two something. And you could pay your rent out the check and then, like, have, you know... Yeah, second drone, pay, you know, pay the utility. Pay if you utilities have it. and whatever yeah. your cost. Yeah, whatever your cost were, right. were being. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's an interesting... I mean, you make a really interesting point that, like, cities are much, much less forgiving today just by the nature of they cost more to exist, right? Yeah. And so... Trying to do today what we did then to your point would have been almost impossible, right? Because yeah. that apartment now is eight, nine hundred dollars, if not a thousand, right? And so now somebody can come up with five hundred.
0: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: That's the best. Yeah, man, you know to come up with five hundred. Like, okay, how do I come up with five hundred? Um, and then with the rising cost of everything else, and then as you're going into being a parent, right? So you, you again, you find yourself, you would find yourself in a way different situation. And in our situations, it was like, well, we can't apply for any aid,
0: right? Yeah, like I mean, what? what ain't, ain't no, ain't no service for a twenty year old man. Uh, ain't you know. got no responsibilities to call, so I ain't got no. I, I mean, what am I... People kept telling me I could get food stamps, but I just felt some kind of way. Like, I am like, I don't really know if I'm the one... I don't think I... I, is food, I don't think food stamps supposed to be for people like me. Like, I think I'm... I can I can make it a money to get some food. You know what I mean? Maybe I... I might have been prideful about that. But I remember people repeatedly, like, oh, man, you can go get some stamps, you can do this, do that. And I was like, yeah, but it seems like I'm kind of fudging the rules here. It's like, that's... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got some prospects. Like, you know what I mean? But also... I couldn't think of nowhere else. Like if I if we had to pay the water bill and some shit, I don't mean we did have actually they paid. We had to pay something extra. I ain't even know where to go. If, if, if
1: we well, I think it was out. also our origin. I think I mean to your point. I think it was also our origin in the world from our perspectives. Um, you know, in and, and I'm not attaching a value to it. Some may say, "Hey, that's cool the way y'all saw the world." Some may say not. Right? I'm not. But. You know, it definitely was like, I think, coming from both of our backgrounds, like a you got to find a way to make it like you got to be thoughtful. What does the job look like? How do you make it? How do you build on some skills? Can somebody tell you about an opportunity? So I just think that framework for us was a different framework. Um, it's not like we didn't know that the chips were stacked against us. It's not like we didn't make stupid economic decisions. However, it wasn't framed for us like. There's an option to do something else. You know what mm. I mean? Um, it was framed like, okay, you figure out how to, you figure out a way to make away from no way.
2: All right, All right. Hmm. So,
0: so we get to the end of that that one, um, and we go to 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 the third place. Now, this one I know because I say what's the name? We were sharking them for like two months, I think. Because it took it took us almost till November. To get yeah. that this, this third cred, and um, I remember. And aside and related, I don't really remember. I just remember me working for the family health council being over. I don't actually remember getting fired or nothing. I don't know what the hell happened with that. Like, I, don't when I, you got, I
1: don't think I don't think I just remember
0: it ending in some way, and it was like, yeah, oh you yeah, to, like, you like
1: the job Yeah, I think I think they ran yeah. out of funding. I think yeah, yeah, I think it was like one of them like. Because it was a number of people who were doing that job, and I think they ran out of funding, and yeah. everyone just couldn't stay. Where they yeah. some people, some people stayed, and some people just couldn't stay.
0: Because I started working. Um, oh, you know what it was too. I had it was coming in, and I took that job working for the for the school for the for the housing, the school housing drone during the summer. That was like full time. Okay. I remember, okay. I was doing, I was going in all the rooms and scanning yeah, the yeah yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. That was a crazy job, man. People look foul. <laughs> Yo, like, was foul, man. It's a lot of foul living. College-educated folks that was living, you know? like straight up. It ain't even nasty. It's foul. Like yo, you, you're a nasty person. You're an unhealthy foul individual. But I'm a. I will digress and move away from those. Go, you know what I mean? But that also that was a, a lesson. Um, just as an aside, in the social, the, the economic reality uh, stratification of the college experience. Cause I saw some of them other like them other drones where you could it was like it was like a it was like some TV type condominium type shit. I was like I didn't even know this was an option that pit. Like you know what I'm saying, and I was like okay, I see y'all the people. Some people who live in live fat kid as as you have uh, recently you know shared with me, <laughs> shared you know shared with you. Um,
1: Cause you, you live in fat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's from that's from your big brother. That's from your big brothers. Uh... I love Shasha. I Fat Kid. Uh, um,
0: but the uh, so we get to <laughs> um, what is your what is your I guess you know most prominent memory uh, of, 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 of residing over there.
1: Um. So I think your point makes it interesting because one, you had that transition where we lived. Um out of boxes for like two months. But I think it's a good to rewind that because just for context for this conversation, right? Because you got mm-hmm. um one day I was on the L in Philly and I see see my man Shark. And Shark getting off 52nd Street. I think I was headed I was at 52nd Street headed downtown and headed somewhere. So me and Shark we busting it up. And uh Shark say, when you're going back or whatever. I say, when you're going back. Shark was like, I don't think I'm coming back. I was like, no, we got a crib. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can just yeah you know I mean? be just until you get it together. So then Shark was like, oh, that's what's up. So then Shark came. He lived out of a box. Um, Shark was the first person we've seen live out of a box like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that box uh, was magical too, because he would. It was one box, and then it would always be like, "How the fuck?" Is that shit? Yeah. Like, Harry, this is before Harry Potter came out, and he, yeah, and he yeah, like, had
1: like, some, yeah, I I love, yeah, a lot of stuff in that box. Books in the box, yeah, music, yeah, clothes, yeah. <laughs> everything in this damn box. So, so he lived in the box until he found found his situation and got right. And so then you and I and Knowledge Bill, by this time again, was just deepening bonds and relationships. I said, okay, well, we're gonna get something together, right? Cause it it, it would be incremental yeah. and it made sense. Cause marginally it would only be but so more expensive, but we would all get more yeah. for our buck, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So we made that call, but to find a three bedrooms was difficult then. It's next year impossible now. Yeah. Um yeah, well. and so we made this call. So Shark in turn gives us the opportunity to do what uh, we did. You know what I'm saying? It allows us to sleep on the floor, in boxes, and they yeah. in the living room. I mean, in the middle, and they like live like a uh, middle space for some time. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know, as you pay it forward. I guess that's that's what the new that's what people say now that we were paying it forward. Heard um, but, but um. Since we get that, and so I remember that experience living with them, um, f- feeling out of doors, but not as out of doors as maybe I should have felt or could have felt.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it was just kind of that cycle. So we're still talking about ninety-seven. Yeah, that was ninety-six going to ninety-seven. So we talking about ninety-seven going to ninety-eight, right? And so, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So we so we were staying there. 97,
1: 97, yeah, ninety-seven
0: going into ninety.
1: 8 yeah Cause, Eight. because right because so we you know what I'm saying so from July to like November or whatever it was it was showing my time now I know I didn't stay there all the time I, I don't know where the hell else I was staying I don't, well, I, don't I, 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 I don't know where you were staying either I used to be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I remember it was a couple of days, like they like majestic coming back I was like ah, I, I don't know <laughs> Like I think in, in retrospect, <laughs> I don't have any idea where I was staying. And I wasn't I wasn't high rolling like that. So it wasn't. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, but I don't because I don't remember Asia. All I can think about is if that was a time when Asia's family moved to South Africa. That's the only I think might have been. That's the only thing I can think where I might have stayed out there. I think when, it was.
0: Because I think I think because I'm I think. I know there was sometimes you were staying over there and like, you know, me with her and the baby and everything. And I think it was at least a couple of times like Knowledge, because Knowledge was staying out with his people, with his moms, at least yeah. I think he was, uh, yeah. somewhere. And then he would pop up sometimes with the whip. And um, at least a couple, of him coming out, going out to get you uh, or drop, you know, some combination. Yeah,
1: yeah so I think that might have been happening. That might when the mom and pop left and then it was me, yeah, yeah. So then, so yeah, because I didn't stay there the whole time. I would say there certain nights, but I wouldn't stay there the whole time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you figure it was that process, um, and and that you know. But I think transitioning to to McKee was also for us like getting out of like Central Oakland and getting into like North Oakland, of yeah. like okay, us having like this is like our crib. It's three bedrooms. You know, it's a backyard. Um, by this time, we have like more, it ain't stable jobs, but different jobs. I forget exactly where I was working at that time. I think it was the end of working at the Hill House and about to make the transition to something else. Um, and so, so yeah, so I, I think like in retrospect, um, that was more of the like, okay, now we're talking about being 22, 21, going into 22. And we had the crib. That's when a lot of different people was getting out of the self. That's where, as I recall, Azania's first birthday party was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Sesame Street birthday party there. Yep. Um, so yeah, for yeah. there, uh, oh, man. yeah. So for there was more like the again uh, that that kind of like structure of maturity um, and that cycle, you know, that that talk about where you just figure out how to deal more with different things. And I think by that time. Um, I forget what job you were working at then, because I forget what job I was working so, at.
0: I, I, I so I was working. I think I was still working at the at the university because I was still going to class, and then I had to take a break from classes again because I was, but I had no money, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to. I, I don't want to take a loan out or whatever." Um. Or I forget. It was some. I remember having to go. All right, I got to take another break and. I don't remember the timing. I don't know if we got, but that's when we started working out at East Liberty News.
2: Was it, it was that early? Okay.
0: It was on Neville because by the end of Neville was when, by the next, I'm trying to think, was it in the, I know there was at least one. I tore my ACL in the next spring. So I was still there that summer. And then I got out of there um, to go do the AmeriCorps John the next summer after Neville. So somewhere. Maybe February by the end of November. I don't know if it was November already, but definitely I think by December or January somewhere in there. Because I know I needed a job, and um, I I remember going out like all over trying to find uh, uh, some kind of part time job or job. I can't remember what other place I used to work in there though. No,
1: now know. that that make that makes sense now that you say that because I think now in retrospect I worked at there and then i think i went and worked at the record store in national record mart actually i went to national record mart on Walnut street yeah um and i did that and then i needed more money because that they the hours wasn't consistent and then one of y'all i don't know who the first of y'all that was going to work at the I think East, it was Yeah, I think you I think put us on because they out because they they had they was like, you want to work, you want to work, sold. You you want to work, got it. Right. You, you work, come on, like, and so everybody could work. So yeah, for a time, I was working at National Record Mart, um, and then working at East Liberty to make more money because you would get money in cash. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They pay you. Yeah, you get to get that get cashed out every week. Right. Every week so. With a, with, with the well, a lot of interesting individuals, a lot of interesting Man. people working there. Because I remember walking back from there multiple times, especially in the spring. That's and then um, you know, because we had because you could wait for the bus, you know, but but you know, our deal was you know, bus don't come yet, keep walking,
2: keep walking. That's right. <laughs>
0: Before you know it, it'd be like oh, I'm by Shady Side Hospital. I might as well just I'm I'm here. I'm just right. keep on walking Like it's three blocks. I need to eat them. Um, the spinach pies from the, oh, the, from the spot shop, in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they had the hummus, had the hummus yeah. and the pita and the spinach you know, they, pies.
1: They, they still open.
0: That's dope. I, used to, I love that, place. Yeah, it's a
1: that place, place. place. Well, they ain't open right now because outside is yeah. closed. But, yeah, um, but
0: <laughs> outside was open. Be
1: open. <laughs> <laughs> when outside was open, they was open. Um, so, yeah, so that's really now in retrospect. So I, it's funny now that you're talking about this because I recall that was a year that was like – oh you know what it was 720 records had opened mm-hmm. so for a time I was, doing, and I was doing national record mart and then they kept promising that 720 was going so it was working 720 the 720 closed before it went out to east liberty so then mm-hmm. i had to do national record mart and then i needed more money because national record mart didn't had it wasn't enough money yeah. and that's when i did the thing at east liberty but that was where that was like the year of like you don't really have a goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. now, honestly, in retrospect, like I recall that year, it was the year of like, uh, you know, you're just surviving. Like you're not <laughs> just making it right. Now. You're just making it. You're not really flourishing in any kind of way, shape, form or fashion. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, um, but again, I mean, in some ways, again, like we were doing a lot in the community, uh, you figure that's this is post Johnny Gamage, post the, all the different stuff we were doing around, post the stuff we were doing in music. So we were doing like all these other things, but as far as the the clarity of vision, right? And again, yeah. you know, I, I think there's a there's a point in my life that doesn't tap into this specifically, but the point in my life that there were two people who I've had relationships with for the last twenty years around, um government and politics and my interaction with them at that point was one of like, I don't really have a lot going on, but we got influence, mm-hmm. And then they tried to pull me, yeah, pull me into something. So it was a really interesting thing of like trying to figure it out. And I think, uh, I think you did. Yeah, I think we all did AmeriCorps. I think AmeriCorps, yeah. Was the kind of thing that gave me a reset.
0: Yeah, because Remember the uh, sister Aaliyah put a song. Yep. She's like, "Yo, y'all should, you know, y'all should." Wait, uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah Dunn? Yeah, yeah. I think.
1: Yes. Lightfoot?
0: Yeah, it was Farish was the prior. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she. Wow. One of them, you know, she was like, "Yeah, y'all, y'all brothers, y'all should, y'all should get, y'all should check these out." And I was like, "You know, because we, you know, we used to work at the other joint." I was like, "Oh, what's up with it?" And then that's when, because um, that's how I got, that's how I got out of these interviews. As we took them jobs, they started in June. I mean, July of um, the next summer. So the July of ninety-eight.
1: What did you do, Americorps?
0: First, I did the first one at the Mentoring Partnership of southwestern Pennsylvania. And you did because um, you was down here. All right with, up, uh, with the, the John, the John, I can't remember her name, and the brother Tokes.
1: Yup. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, with, and then I was, was in there
0: that. with I was in there with youth places and all them. So with uh
1: what's my name? Lori with Dwayne the yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was right up in there. You know what I'm saying? We
0: was right. to, cause we they sent the y'all down there.
1: They sent y'all down there, and they sent me and knowledge to uh, they sent me a knowledge to Steel Valley. Yeah, mm. right, 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 mm. right. Yeah, they yep. sent me. Yep, well, Helen Walker and uh, yes, Aaron, Helen Walker, Aaron, uh, Aaron Gray. He just got he just got like a new job, like literally, I just saw on LinkedIn doing like mentoring stuff recently. Right. He was made he was made the ED or something. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's what's up? I love them, yeah, so, yeah, so I think we so we I think did, that, I did. that job. yeah, and then and then, after when we get out, you know we're gonna go all through all the places I've lived, but when we get out of this being our last place that we lived together, and then I did a whole another because I did the half year and I got the the first little half uh you know money for school, and then I did a whole another year, I think you did did you do a whole another year? Two. I know I did. I don't remember if
1: you. Um. Been. I see. I don't think I did two years. So I think yeah. I did one year. I think I think Jua and Knowledge Bill. Yeah. Me and Knowledge Bill did a year together. I think Jua and Knowledge Bill might have done. Yeah. Sometime a year after, and then that's when I went to go manage. I think that's when Seven Twenty either reopened up or there was another opportunity that was Seven Twenty. <laughs> But then from, from knowing y'all in them opportunities, that's also when the youth places opportunities started emerging where you could do like mentoring and stuff like that um, and start getting checks on that. So, yeah, so I mean, I think I think you make a good point because I think the, the, thinking about the transition from McKee of being just people who just wanted to not live on campus to be able to smoke weed and get up whenever you want to, All right? And we didn't really throw parties, which is which was interesting. It um, yeah. wasn't
0: really, yeah, you know, that wasn't really our, yeah. As a, as a, you know, that really wasn't our bag. Like
1: we, didn't really. the, the signal <laughs> next door threw enough parties for everybody. Yeah, yeah, we go to uh, parties. <laughs> we got
0: them?
1: Out. Um, so you figure from that to that last one, right? Because by that last one, I know. Um, Asia and I then moved out to uh, out to Sharpsburg. no, Sharpsburg. Oh,
0: oh, yeah, oh, you did, that's right, because you moved out there first.
1: Yeah, that's so why I saw so, wait, so wait, so there's a missing thing here, then, though, there's, there's a there's a window. So
0: let, let's do this. So, the end of Neville comes to, um, I know for me, I had did the first drawing for AmeriCorps. And I knew I was—I mean, I was about to do the Americorps. Wait, see now my time—my timetable always gets mixed up here. I know I had—I had—I needed like seven hundred more dollars, whatever I had done. I needed like seven hundred more dollars to pay to really go ahead and finish, go and finish school. And I and I wrote this old complicated letter to my family, to like my aunt, my uncle, my grandfather. And it was like I was like agonizing, like I never asked nobody for money. Like I'm like I, I need I need seven hundred dollars. Like can y'all help me get over the hump? And like I and I remember distinctly because it was one of the last things at that crib that I um before we had to move out. And then when we got the uh, the other gig, third, the Americorps gigs. That's how I met uh the brother Davu. And then that's how – I mean, and then from there, I don't remember exactly where you – I don't remember exactly when y'all moved to to Garfield, but I thought it was somewhere in there.
1: But I don't know. See, I remember moving to Sharpsburg first. I think Sharpsburg was 98. So I think after all this came to pass, like that 97 to 98 and going from 98 to 99, mm -hmm. that's when we moved to – because we did it like either six months or a year in Sharpsburg. Okay. Um in which we had a whole crib. We had literally an entire house before. Oh, uh, I
0: think I remember that crib. But yeah, I remember sure. it always never come to see you because it was hard to get
1: over there. Yeah, because you <laughs> had to catch the one or the ninety-one. Yeah, so from downtown. Hard. So from downtown, yeah, you had to catch the one or the ninety one. Um, but Age had a car. So it was it's uh sometimes she would drop me off. So yeah, so so I think that trajectory you're talking about is really a trajectory of like boys to make, because by that time you had spun out, figured out your college stuff. Um, yeah. You you and Dez got together, like you know what I mean. Like, cause yeah, by this time it's ninety eight going to ninety nine. Yeah,
0: but the the thing I, I don't want to get away from Neville um, without recounting, uh, it was also the age of the reckoning of uh, my credit card adventures. Oh, really? remember, the boy, remember the boy used to call like every morning after I'd be gone and wake y'all, wake you up. Cause he would call the house, like, yeah, we're looking for uh, a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. i like, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. be like, I had to tell him, like, look, I leave, I go to work at 7 30. I'm not here at 8 o'clock. Y'all call every morning at 8 o'clock and you wake <laughs> my roommate up, man. Like every morning yeah. you call and you wake my roommate up. My roommate, I'm not ever gonna be here at 8 o'clock. You know why? Because I got a job. And I'm going to pay y'all when I pay you. But you need to stop calling the crib and waking my roommate up, man. Shit ain't cool, all right? And that's when the dude told me, he said, he said, this is one of the best economies of the last but nine uh, years. I was like, yeah. And I gave him an answer, like, well, for certain types of work, but actually a lot of that work and those numbers are inflated by service roles that are part-time. And, and he was just like, 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 like with the cartoon cricket started playing. And I said, stop calling here at eight o'clock in the morning and waking up my roommate, man. Like. I'm gonna pay y'all uh, when I get
1: around. You. you say that correct? Because we we didn't have no cell phones or nothing. It was that phone that we're We had a house, we had a house, right. we had house phone. Girl. Oh, shoot. yeah, so. no, but I, but I think yeah, I think to your point though that that's a good point of like this is '98. This is like Shaz going deeper into the knowledge just like a lot of other stuff is coming together on music stuff and doing therapeutics and yeah.
0: and I do call like that year especially as like you know in terms of and I I, I feel like that was the but basically I, at least I link mean, over the next year was sort of the like if you for you as I remember it if you was going to keep doing music you needed to like do music you needed to like really like go like we need to get projects out and we need to find a way to the next level because right because
1: it, it was 98 going to 99 but i yeah. but i also i think an important part of that conversation was there was also the convergence as we got deeper into just the the awareness of ourselves and what it meant to move around locally regionally and nationally that stuff came to pass too so yeah. all those factors started playing in differently Right. And, you know, as now I look back on it and was like, we never would have figured out how to blow up. Right. Like, yeah. like it it just wasn't in the cards for yeah. so many reasons. Um, although we were looking at stuff and feeling like because other people who look like us had blown up. And it's like, I, sometimes I watch uh, Talib Kweli's, uh People's Party. Mm hmm. And I realized how as much as you like would look at Tyler Quad be like, oh man, he like a dude like us, man. Went to college, left college, and started being a rabbit. Like his best friend, one of his best friends was John Forte, who was the AR for Raucus. Like, he was trying to get in the industry since like he was in high school. He came up with Danny Castro at Lyrics now. So my point is like he had a whole had a uh, just a whole host of built-in things. They even if you look at somebody like, oh man, that dude's like me. Well, you and that dude ain't really no much. <laughs>
0: y'all ain't the, like right. Y'all ain't the same. Right, Y'all wasn't doing. it. I mean, we wasn't doing. We. I mean, at that time, to to with the with the technology and equipment that was available, you really needed to like. I'm gonna go to one of these cities. Either I'm gonna go to New York and basically make ourselves a presence within some scene that was not just the scene of the city of Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it, it just was not, there was not a vehicle at that time to, to le- least without somebody funding funding it uh, however they found the funds, where you could, you know, put together like a video and bad distribution and email, and, you know, or or, or we would have had to get on some, yeah, I'm calling a uh, hundred local record stores today and knowledge is going to call these other hundred in these cities. And I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like we would have, the, 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 the effort and energy that we needed to put into that was not reciprocal to like all the other stuff that we were elevating in terms of our activity, even though we were, you know, pretty good at doing the musical thing.
1: Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think to your point, that's where you realize that like, okay. I mean, I think for you know, like a lot of things, we were actually pretty advanced. Like we were doing, trying to do our own merch, right? <laughs> so we, we had already figured out, okay, how you do merch based off of, uh, um, therapeutics, right? right. And hey, do the muscle shirt look like mash? Like, yeah. so I think we were trying to be creative. It just the the principle of it and how to make it work without someone else's money or your a lot of your own money, um didn't make any sense. But you know, I I got to say this while you were talking about these places we were living. In 1997, we we put out that Afro Cinema, we put out the music, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember that I had everyone had to come up with a certain amount of money to do like to to put into the music. And I didn't have a job, and I had to work at a tele a telemarketing firm. Mm-hmm. And I had to work at a telemarketing firm for like 2 weeks in order to get the money. <laughs> and like I literally just got through before they fired me because I was so bad <laughs> at telemarketing. I was so bad at like sitting somewhere, right? Like, like I just can't sit somewhere and they just sit somewhere. Like, okay, make the call. All right, make another call. Okay, uh, make another going. call. Just yeah. keep going. Like, what do you mean? Like they just somebody just hung up on me. I want not make no more calls. <laughs> I want to reframe this. I want to figure it out. I want to draw it up. Like
0: and they're like, no, take another call, read the script. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> Get back on the phone.
1: And I, but I had to, I had to work there, and that was when we was on uh, on McKee. I had to work there in order to uh, to do that. So no, I think um, you you paint a very interesting picture. And again, I think the idea from what we talked about last week of the broader senses of what it means to be home, and then or to find home, and then coming of age in another city. Because even in the framework you're talking about, it's still within all within five years of living in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Yeah, Yeah. so it's still not like a lot of time to even get adjusted into a city that was constantly evolving at the same time, right? Like, it's funny now, retrospect, when I think about Walnut Street and Shadyside in 1998, Mm -hmm. Walnut Street today is Patagonia, Lululemon, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know. Uh, I wear boutiques um, back then. It was kind of more of a hippie block. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so just thinking about a city that's shifting and coming of age in a city that's changing and you coming to learn the city more as you're growing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I think. You you often hear about it in coming of age stories, like in New York City or L.A. But even thinking about a mid-sized American city and how you come of age in that place, um, that also just has, and now retrospect in my own work, has its own trajectory of why Pittsburgh was the way it was at that time, and why you could have couldn't get a connection or a hookup that had just everything to do with the nature of of how the city was structured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, so yeah. I mean, the uh, I guess the, the closing thought I'd like to bring on this in terms of just making your moves is, is and living is, is, you know, I think it's very important. Um, for it was important to have the relationship that we had so that, um, I think the thing I wrote down was somewhere was, you know, I felt like we needed to be dependent on each other so that we could be independent you know what I mean, for ourselves in terms of our lives, you know what I mean, and that, that became um, not just a, a relationship around, you know, me getting the knowledge from you and, and that part and or us just being friends and, and, and liking each other and thinking we're cool people to hang out with, but also we both I think supported each other in facilitating our transition to being our own men and that, you know, if you don't have those relationships how does that show up you know what I mean? how does that happen for you in your life and you don't have somebody you know who can be your peer and 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 then all those other things as you're trying to to you know be your own you know person and do your own thing and, and, and establish your own foundation so i'm always appreciative you know what i mean and, and
1: thankful no and, and again thank you for being a central person and my own growth and development um and you know really Re reframing this dialogue and looking back at life through the lens of place as in in young adulthood and what that looks like and that that transition. And again, to your point of it's uncomfortable. I mean, I use the year ninety eight in particular because it just was uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but when you're uncomfortable having people that you live with that you trust, yeah. Right. Like the world. Yeah. It means the world. When you live somebody, you got your back. And if you ain't got nothing to eat, they got something to eat. Or if you you want to go do something, they say, hey, man, come on, we'll go with me. Just take this walk like those kind of networks. I mean, now there's a whole bunch of stuff based on networks and relationships and social capital. Right. But I think one thing is instructive for folks who are listening is how are we aiding young people And how are we aiding people that traditionally don't have access to traditional networks gaining that kind of strong social capital within themselves, but also getting the social ties that they need to grow? Because Aliyah telling you about AmeriCorps changed the trajectory of all of our lives. For me, it specifically got me into Nifty. Mm,
0: That's right. right. That's right.
1: Like, because from Doing that from doing Still Valley, I connected the nifty work to Still Valley and then went to New York for the first time went to uh Babson College for the first time to get the teacher training, which was my trajectory for three or four years before I made another transition so that's right that's right so that in it that in itself you know in those those ties those weak ties, but acknowledging acknowledging how weak ties end up being kind of like the things that sometimes shift and change your life um, were very important. Indeed. indeed. So, um,
0: we'll close out uh, Peace.
1: nephew. you. Yo, your Uncle Justice said peace.
2: Peace, Uncle Justice. Peace, nephew. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah, i see you in a minute. All right. Peace. Peace. peace.
0: <laughs> so um, I'm going to close us on a, uh on a, on a, on a, on a something new. And then uh, if you uh, want to add on or have a thought share after you feel it's free, yeah, I thought it was a prescient thing. that's happening in the culture, so to speak. So the NFL draft was on last night. And if you go on in and that's all the videos are prominently displayed uh brother uh, the brother cd lamb and his, and his and his sister that was next to him was his girlfriend trying to you know reach for the phone and and then there's another one but I, 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 one i'm the one i want to center on is is the phone thing because there's a dynamic you know even into what we were talking about like your virtues your values your principles that you practice and those in relationship to who you be with and there's something about trust that this the, the the phenomenon of like because I, I I see it a lot. It's not something that I personally deal with in terms of like oh let me see your phone or let me look at your phone and there's jokes and there's memes and other things. But it's something very fundamental to me that um every relationship has a, a ceiling of trust, right? And there's a point where you you bump up to that ceiling. Usually, it's the person that doesn't realize where the ceiling is that bumps up on it first, right? um and, and so like in a in a romantic relationship or whatever have you partners you know one person is in the relationship and they may be thinking this relationship is one way and the other person is kind of like hey look this is great times i don't mean really, you know i'm not really mapping this out maybe as far as you are um in a more uh you know platonic or whatever relationship you know it's the the, the friend that when they ask you yo can you help me do this you know, you have to ask them some follow-up questions before you say yes. And right. then you got other people where they ask, and it's like, yeah, what time do I need to be there? It's not like, so where are we going? Why are we going over there? Da, 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 da. Right? Now, we all have an opportunity when we when we bump up to that ceiling. You know, we might get in our feelings about it. We may be totally oblivious and not pay attention. But in the moment, I'm watching this, and, 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 the, and the brother holds his phone, and she clearly wants to look at the phone and see who's saying stuff, you know, to him or who's communicating with him. And and it's it's a very simple message, and, and I'm I'm going to gear this towards young people, and, and to that young woman, she's probably getting a lot of undue attention. I mean, hope it all works out. You was just being yourself in the moment, and you don't deserve any necessarily uh, undue scrutiny, because um, honestly, you probably were operating within the behavior set that every, most of your peers were operating. But it's something I've told my, I tell my children, um, something to operate. As it functions our phones and these other things are very similar to maybe what a journal would be in another age or something else. And it's where there's a lot of private communication, whatever have you. But generally if someone, if you don't trust a person, if your trust always requires a verification of, sense, of, of sorts, right. And you have to look into and see who's saying you know, this might be a sign. The best thing for you to do is just to get up out of this relationship, is to walk away. Nothing healthy can come from a long-term relationship that requires a constant exchange of transactional evidence that this is actually what you're here for. Like, if you have to, every day, you know, you go, oh, well, I wonder who else they're talking to. Like, at some point, you just got to, like, you know, look, either we, we, we it together or we're not. you in or you out it's 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 seeding you know it's, it's it's the display of a set of behaviors that have been reinforced by some people's idea of how you know what you know this, that this is a normal functioning thing that should be a part of your life like yeah we and i've heard people say this like yeah we share with each other our phones and blah, 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 or the joke like you don't want somebody to look at your phone you know my thing is operating out of responsibilities i've had in the world it's sort of like there's things that if you don't know you ain't gotta lie about them later so maybe before you get into wanting to see and to know and to hear and everything about, you know, what someone's business is, you know, there might be, there's, there's, there's a wisdom in knowing, I, there's some stuff I don't need to know. And I'm going to see to you a certain level of trust that whatever things you got going on or happening are not going to harm me. Now, I understand some people, you know, they, they, they may have, especially within the context and confines of romantic relationships, may have had certain expectations. And they, they and so they're doing like a, a check for fidelity, so to speak, right? If you're doing that, Justice, Raji, myself, is telling you right now, get out of the relationship. Just stop now. Because it's not going to get any better. Now, you know, you may have an acute moment, right? An acute moment, you know what I mean? Where something happened, it was transgression, and it's a couple months where the trust is a little weak, so there's some there's some checking. But eventually, that has stopped. I shouldn't no person, no grown person, should be constantly pulling out documents and trying to show and prove whether they did or did not do or violated and this this and that. I think it was it was really I mean it was hilarious on one hand. Even even moms is looking like oh she out here trying to check phones. This is and and, and 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 at the precipice of this is his you know this you know for uh, uh, something that's odd about sports is it creates these moments where all of us as the public are part of somebody's really personal sort of end game. Of like years of work, like I I imagine my man been playing football since he was like four years old, running, jumping on stuff, tackling things, catching stuff, push ups and weights and shit. And then you get to this moment. It's only thirty two people gonna get these calls, and we all know all thirty two of them gonna get a nice size check. Right. Right. So it becomes this this public moment, and so there's a I can I can understand where in that moment. If you are the partner that's sitting next to this person, you kind of like you come to you have a moment of like mortality, You're like hey, I wonder if I'm gonna get to stay for the ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you well, get-
1: <laughs> normalize. I, I think you know just to just to add on quickly. I think we have a space of normalized distrust, mm-hmm. right? So you just have a space of this normalized idea, and you have a space of a sense of insecurity that then is like constantly played out in the media then there's also the class and i mean there was a whole bunch of race and class stuff in that draft like kind of kind of ill stuff um but there's also this idea that like and, and it's unfair because we don't know what that young woman does we don't that young woman is studying for her law degree yeah we do know that this guy is about to be a millionaire yeah absolutely but we we don't have no idea who she might be right so it's 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 easy and it's unfair to frame her the wrong way because of this Mm -hmm. so I don't want to do that yeah it is true that he is about to become a millionaire and if whatever might have been uncomfortable because it has not been difficult to see that he was going to be a millionaire at least for the last six months six nine nine months to a year yeah absolutely because you just don't show up in this situation
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) no we Anybody
1: that knows knows. So he was yes, gonna. Man. He was. He knew he was gonna be a millionaire for the last nine months, two years, and so did she, and so does everyone else who might be interested in him, <laughs> right? So uh, you know, one part of it says, "Oh man, she's just doing what she got to do." The other part says, "Listen, none of what's happening at twenty is forever." So even if you're sitting next to a future millionaire, don't assume that this is forever. Yeah. Right. And and sometimes, hey, there's all the stories in the world of people taking that person with you and going and doing the, the next thing. And there's a whole bunch of stories or not. So, you know, uh, trust. Trust is not if trust is constantly being renewed and replenished, that shows its faltering nature. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't constantly have to talk to you about if I can trust you. If I constantly talked about can I trust you, I can't trust you. And that means I'm constantly trying to fire up the the kiln of trust, which means that the trust, there's no fire burning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it it, it trust is one of the few things that the less you talk about it, the better. I mean, when it's really trustworthy. Yeah. yeah. When it's truly trustworthy, the less you talk about it, the better. The less you talk about it, the stronger it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that sense, less is more indeed.
0: So thank you. Yeah. So, you know, to the to 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 the sister if she happens to hear this, uh you don't be embarrassed. It's life is life. My 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 bigger thought is to the broader idea of the of the if this is how you develop trust, you know, if that's how we taking it, you know, maybe try a different tactic. You know what I mean? And and and, and learn how to, you know, communicate your feelings is also a big part of that. So all right. So with that, um, I think we have come to the end of our, our discussion for tonight.
1: Well, again, thank you for the the opportunity to be on this platform. You know, as your old head, as I, you know, just want to say something. I really, as I listen and think about the platform you've created over the last like seven to eight years, really, right? But specifically, because I did listen to your um, Black Rose PDX. Oh, um, right. yeah. And um, so I don't know homie's name, but shout out to him. Um, but I just really think about the platform where you might have the only podcast that's been going this long specifically talking about some of these conversations and some of these things and framing black men's lives in in ways that frankly that are not troops, in ways that are nuanced, in ways that um bring different things to the table. I don't want to talk anymore about Prince's life and how Prince was in the tech. I get it. He was, (laughs) I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk anymore about who we're going to cancel. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk anymore about those things because in their own ways, they paint black folks in this, this new corner. It's like a different corner of the, of this, of the room, but it's a new corner.
0: Yeah, It's still a corner.
1: It's still a corner. It's just a new corner (laughs) that we talk about. We talk about the same things. We say yes and you know, we tell jokes about people and like you know what I'm saying? Um you know, I I, I can't tell you and maybe we might talk about something like this, but I, I don't tell I don't know what Side Guns album's good. I don't know what to compare it to at this juncture. What do you want me to do? <laughs> um it's not that I don't like West Side Gun, you know, but so I'm just so I just I'm saying that to say I think this uh podcast. Inhabits a very unique place in this platform, and um, uh, you know, while we on a uh, quarantine and going further, just uh, really, it's an honor to to be involved with you on the platform.
0: all right well, thank you. I appreciate you, man. Uh, and that's uh, Steve uh, Christian, and I and I have a link in, the, in this show to that show. You know what i mean? So if you didn't get to hear, I mean, that's the project he's been doing. Actually, um, like I said, highlighting uh, black people here that are doing you know podcasts and uh, and related creative work. So. I'm thankful, you know, for, for having me on this platform. I appreciate it. Uh, so with that, I'm gonna say uh, thank you for listening to the Good Brothers on the Ask Your Old Head podcast. Thank you, I'm majestic for joining me, um, and we out. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Good Brothers. Thank you to my good brother, I'm majestic. The Good Brothers is a part of the Ask Your Old Head network. uh podcast uh, I guess you would say the first edition of Others to Come thank you for listening and traveling with me on this journey thank you to Copper Consulting thank you to Black Man Green Plan for some of the music you're hearing today please support us by sharing uh, also you can support the work by purchasing a t-shirt or a sweatshirt from the etsy shop which you can find the link below Uh, we do have i do have a patreon set up and it is more or less functional so if you want to go there and become a subscriber and be a long-lasting supporter of the podcast that would be fantastic much much more to come this uh spring and summer fall what have you and uh, we're just going to keep building this thing out so thank you for listening peace